Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary, Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include I did a rod racers, my interview with Change Wholesale's Ryan Carey, and what it means to be a CDFI and how that helps the communities change serves, and what to expect from Fred Chair Powell's semi-annual testimony to Congress. Today's podcast is brought to you by Simple Nexus, an Encino company and award-winning developer of mobile-first technology for the modern mortgage lender. Nexus Vision is the only turnkey business intelligence platform designed for mortgage lenders. Nexus Vision gives lenders actionable intelligence, including visually interactive dashboards, scorecards, and reports, so they can run their organizations more purposefully and profitably. To learn more about Nexus Vision, visit simplenexus.com. Being a loan officer is a numbers game. So many calls and emails per day, yield so many callbacks, yield so many applications, yield so many eventual closings. That's day after day, and it's not glamorous. There's a dog team race that's also a numbers game. The thousand mile Iditarod kicked off in Willow, Alaska, 70 miles north of Anchorage, with a finish line in Nome. This year, there are only 33 mushers, a record low since the first race in 1973. The average number of starts in the first 50 races was 63 contenders, but only 823 mushers have reached the finish line, and in the past 50 years, only 24 individual people were on the teams of dogs that have won it. Math whizzes take the NBA's estimate of $2 trillion of origination for 2023 and divide that by 250 working days. The figure is $8 billion a day of mortgage production. So, it raises eyebrows when a trader tells me, supply closed at $1.4 billion on Friday, a dramatic drop from the five-day average of $2.2 billion we've seen over the last two weeks. And Jumbo and other non-agency loans won't get to $8 billion. Five and a halfs and sixes were the hedging coupons of choice for originators with current rate levels. The sharp decline in TBA selling indicates that the few days of heavy supply in the middle of last week were triggered due to LO's panic-locking consumers. Unlike changes in pull-through rates, an increase in these panic locks usually results in a few light days of supply on the follow while pipelines recover. Traders expect the moving average to settle at $2 billion going forward, down roughly 10% from mid-February levels. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome to the show Change Wholesale's Ryan Carey to talk about what it means to be a CDFI and how that helps the communities the change serves. As SVP of Wholesale at Change, Mr. Carey has his finger on the pulse of what's going on in the Wholesale Origination Channel. For those people that aren't as familiar with the wholesale space, can you give a, a high-level overview of how it differs from the different origination channels and, and kind of how change fits into the, the space as a whole? Yeah, definitely. So wholesale effectively is, we uh, some people refer to it as uh, third-party originations, where our customers, so change wholesale's customers are actually brokers and loan originators, not the actual borrowers. And so our customers are then getting to their customers um, who ultimately were kind of are also our customers. And, and what the and what that means is that it requires a real partnership in regards to working together and training and education and understanding, okay, what is the product offering? Who is the borrower? How do we best serve this borrower? 
but effectively, we're, we're a third-party channel working through the broker to the borrower. We're still dealing with tough times in the industry in 2023, and it's proving to be a continuation of the challenging market from 2022. Companies are trying to get creative in their product offerings or bolster their service or their technology, doing different things to try and win the the remaining business that's out there. What's changed wholesale strategy to address these market conditions? Yeah, good question. It's not surprising. Um, the market is going through a, a bit of a correction. Production is down a bit um, industry-wide. And we're not immune to that. I will say that uh, with our product offering, um, we see resilience. Um, in regards to our strategy, really, it's our, you know, our broker's success is our success. Um, and so continuing to offer extremely unique products through our CDFI and primarily our flagship product, the community mortgage, um, we really see um, our time best spent to help support the brokers through broker education. Uh, and that broker education could be through training on product, on our process, but also really helping our brokers identify the borrower population that this brought this product best serves. And let's talk about the product. I know change is really known for the CDFI product, the community mortgage. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that is? Yeah, definitely. So our CDFI and CDFI stands for Community Development Financial Institution. And what that does is it allows us to offer our flagship product, which is called the community mortgage, um, which is exempt from ATR. So the uh, 30 second pitch on community mortgage is effectively it's a primary residence, second home, no income, no DTI, no employment, not stated product. Um, so the credit characteristics and what we hang our hat on is going to be the equity position. So either the down payment or, or the LTV in general, the credit, um, which of course has its FICO requirements and trade line uh, requirements, uh, and then reserves. And what other products do you have at Change? I, I guess, are there other products that differentiate you? And uh, if so- Yeah, how- yeah, a- absolutely. So we have a full product suite. Um, so aside from the general, let's call it agency slash Gubby products, which we do offer, um, we also have AltDoc, which has multiple variations and DSCR. Um, I think most people know what those products are. It's relatively commoditized. However, we do have advantages and nuances for our brokers, um, regarding those products. So I'll give you a couple examples. So with our AltDoc product, we have a bank statement option and on the bank statement option, we allow for first page only on the bank statements most of the time. There's a, there's a couple of variances where we it will trigger for all pages. Um, another thing that we do is let's talk about like seasoning on assets. We require one month seasoning, and many times we could use the first page only uh, when verifying the assets on the actual asset seasoning. Um, DSCR is uh, relatively normal, I would call it. Um, however, we we do have the advantage of being uh, able to go below a 1.0 DSCR. Um, of course, there's restrictions with that, um, but we're relatively aggressive. You know, our, our goal is to be innovative with products, right? And then, and then the value that we give to the brokers is that they have access to products that they otherwise wouldn't. And of course, given what's going on in the market, uh, loan originators, I think, are really thinking outside of the box so they can offer more products to more borrowers um, to meet kind of the market that we're in. 
and, and consumers really vote with their wallet, but we're also seeing investors do the same. And there's been a lot of talk of this ESG or environmental, social, and governance investing that uh, refers to kind of you know, socially conscious companies, things of that nature. Being a CDFI, you know, there's some there's some benefits that you outlined previously, but how does that help the communities you serve? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, so our tagline is is do good by doing good. Um, and and you can do that. And so to answer your question directly, you know, as a CDFI, we have a company mission and an, an expectation within the building that we're going to provide financing to the underserved and underbanked. And that's actually measured through metrics. And, and, and specifically, it means that more than 60% based off of units and volume of all of our loan originations are geared to help uh, three particular groups. One is low to moderate income, or what we call LMI, and we can base that off of uh, census tract, and also people of color. So specifically, Black and Hispanic borrowers is really our goal and focus to provide financing to those three groups. Now, to be clear, though, we offer home loan financing to anyone and everyone that qualifies for the product and it's a benefit. However, those three groups are really a, a target audience for us and our brokers are our partners to help us help them. That's a very good way to put it. So I, I want to close by asking a, maybe a slightly harder hitting question here. And that is, as a CDFI, you, you're able to create uh, your own guidelines that are exempt from underwriting rules, and you're also exempt from some regulatory restrictions. Some would say that sounds like a, a path towards uh, the the subprime space in the early 2000s that that threw the industry into disarray. Why is it actually better, or, or I guess safer uh, now? Or, or you know, working with working with the CDFI is is a good uh, avenue for brokers and and um, mortgage companies. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's a hard-hitting question, but you're right. Like these, <laughs> these these conversations happen absolutely, and and there's a good response and good answers to that. So, as a CDFI, we have certain exemptions from Dodd Frank, which is allowed allows us to provide products that are not beholden to ATR, and that's all true. Um, to your point, you could say, well, this is this sounds like 2005 and 2006. So, I point out a couple few differences um, from that era to what we're offering now. And one is in regards to the requirements that we uh, put in place that are aside from the no income, no employment part are um, definitely thoughtful and responsible in the sense that so we are not offering 100% financing Nina's if you if you recall, right? So we do have maximum LTVs right now that's 80%. Um, also, we have credit requirements, um, and we also have reserve requirements that do not resemble what was going on in 2005 and 2006. And so looking at our current credit profile, it's actually very strong. Um, so we're able to offer this product that, like you're saying, might sound like it at first glance, uh, what was going on in 2005, but it's not the case. And not only is our credit profile strong, but the performance of these loans is extremely strong. Well put. I want to thank you for making the time today, Ryan. I thought this was highly informative. And uh, I guess before I before I let you go, for those that are interested in more, more info about change, what's the, what's the best uh, contact info or next steps? Changewholesale.com. 
Uh, we got a great website. We got great technology. It's all open source. If you're curious and you want to see the guidelines, they're right there. If you're curious and you want to see the rates and the pricing, it's all right there. And we have an awesome team ready, uh, ready to help out and take your call. Fantastic. Thanks for your time today. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it. Between Fed Chairman Powell's semi-annual testimony to Congress taking place today and tomorrow, and the release of the February jobs report on Friday, the week ahead should be relatively eventful. Congress is more likely to praise the strong labor market rather than give the Fed chair too much stick for potentially overshooting the terminal Fed funds rate. The stronger-than-expected jobs market and persistently high inflation have pushed out expectations for the anticipated pause in the current monetary tightening cycle and driven mortgage rates higher. We learned last week that increasing inventories and a narrower trade gap made up two-thirds of the 2.7% annualized growth in the fourth quarter. As those two inputs move in the other direction, they will act as a drag on GDP in the first part of the year. Wholesale inventories were widened to $91.5 billion in January, despite a 4.2% increase in exports. Manufacturing data remains weak, as the ISM manufacturing PMI in February posted the fourth consecutive month of contraction. Prices paid by manufacturers increased for the first time since September. Meanwhile, the ISM services PMI inched up to 55.1, and new orders and employment expectations were strong. This sector of the economy is poised for further growth in the early part of the year. Today's highlight is Fed Chair Powell's visit to Capitol Hill when he testifies on the semi-annual monetary policy report before the Senate Banking Committee. Data gets underway here shortly with January wholesale inventories and sales before Treasury auctions $40 billion of three-year notes and consumer credit for January is released. We begin Tuesday with the two-year yielding 4.87, agency MBS prices better by an eighth, and the 10-year yielding 3.94 after closing yesterday at 3.98%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. An English lawyer was sat with his Irish client. Marty, he sighed. Why is it that whenever you ask an Irishman a question, he replies with another question? Why is it that whenever you ask an Irishman a question, he replies with another question? Oh, sound a little Australian, but okay. Damn, who told you that? Asked Marty. <laughs> yeah, some of these jokes aren't so great. <laughs> Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Simple Nexus the homeownership platform that unites the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process into one seamless end-to-end solution that spans engagement, origination, closing, incentive compensation, and business intelligence. To learn more about Simple Nexus, an Encino company, visit simplenexus.com. about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities? Send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.